after Nick Saban once again for his comments on the name, image, and likeness. People do not hesitate to go after most of what he says and label it as complaining. He's, you know, worried, he's scared, and just this big old complainer as it comes down to. So we're going to discuss what Nick Saban said. We're going to discuss some of the comments made. And we're going to discuss what it actually all means. So uh, welcome into the Coach Steve Show. Like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow right on Apple and iTunes. Uh, we got to get those numbers up. Uh, leave a comment in the comment section down below. Uh, check out all the affiliates in the description below as well. So let's get into what Nick Saban said. So Nick Saban's been outspoken on name, image, and likeness. He talked about it before it became a thing. He talked about the transfer portal. And every time he says something, they immediately go after that he's a complainer or he's worried about losing. He's worried about losing recruits because he's so, he's just been so dominant. And when you're on top of the hill every year, year after year, you're going to have a target on your back. And, it, and people would love to be there. I would love for my teams to be at that point. I would love for that. Yeah, it could be annoying. But we have to really look at what he says, how he's saying it, and sometimes actions speak louder than words. So how is he acting towards this? How is the rest of college football looking at this? Um, so Nick Saban said, if it's going to be the same for everybody, I think that's better than what we have now. Because what we have now is we have some states and some schools in some states that are investing a lot more money in terms of managing their roster than others. Because people need to realize this. Each state has its own rules. Because, again, like I said, NCAA has no leadership. NCAA is not going to come out with these specific rules. They, they do, but they don't really truly enforce them. When federal government got involved and any type of government got involved, it came down to more of a state level. So state level has stuff to do with collective, has stuff to do with payments of the players. It has a lot more to do with it. So each state, each school has a different setup than the rest. So some in Illinois are going to have maybe have some different than Indiana, vice versa, just all looks different. That's what he was saying. So a college football analyst or a guy that used to or whoever, doesn't really matter. Uh, Mike Florio had come out and written an article here, a nice little article here about Nick Saban, and he's not the only one that has repeated some of this. He's not the only one that has, you know, said these things about Nick Saban. He's just the one that got most of the looks here when Nick Saban came out and said that. Because here is how we started the article. So there's what Nick Saban said for that part of the name, image, and likeness. We haven't even gotten to the next part yet. Said when Alabama coach Nick Saban first complained about the NCAA's still new NAIL reality. Some thought he would simply fire a warning shot at college football before he exploited the latest device for getting the best players possible and kicking everybody's ass. He absolutely wasn't. He was scared about what name, image, and likeness would do to his program, his goals, his legacy, and he's still scared. You're, you're saying the best college football coach ever to walk the planet Earth is scared. Okay, so he said he's scared what this was going to do to his program, his goals, and legacy. Okay, they won a national championship in 2020, and they haven't done it the last two years. 
Okay. They continued to win games. They had a Heisman Trophy winner in Bryce Young. They uh, Does he realize this? He had the number one recruiting class this year. The number one recruiting class. And it's probably the best overall recruiting class, if you want to look at stars and numbers and all that stuff, that he has ever had since he's been at Alabama. So, he didn't really have to exploit anything. He's still being Alabama. And he's saying that he's worried about his goals and his legacy. Do you really think Nick Saban is worried about him or is he worried about the players? His legacy is locked. What people are going to remember, it's locked. He ain't worried about that. He's worried about the program. He's worried about continuing the process that obviously he doesn't understand. So continuing the article, that's why he keeps complaining about it. That's why he's going to Washington next week as part of an ongoing effort to get Congress to clean up the mess that was made by years of corruption and plain sight and antitrust violations by the NCAA, which extended from not paying players to their efforts for preventing them from getting paid by others. Saban wants to eliminate the advantage that schools in bigger and richer cities and or with bigger and richer alumni bases will have when it comes to pulling money for name, image, likeness collectives. He basically wants name, image, likeness salary cap so he can go back to using his silver tongue and charm recruits and their family members into securing prime commitments with all other things being equal. So you just contradicted yourself because do you realize Nick Saban had a recruiting class this year? Doesn't have the top name, image, likeness money because he doesn't have some of the boosters that other teams have and states have. And he did it without having a defensive coordinator in place. And he did it without having his offensive coordinator in place. So know what you're talking about before you start spewing out things, number one. Number two, if this was true and other schools had all this money that to get these players in, it does matter. But then wouldn't Texas have all the recruits from Alabama? Wouldn't USC take all the recruits from them? Wouldn't like a Florida take them all from them? They would all want to go there. Using his charm, you still have to recruit. The name, image, and likeness thing is a big deal. But you still have to be able to recruit them to you and recruit them to your program. Where Nick Saban is still able to get those recruits is his past winning. Winning the championships, competing in the SEC, doing those things. He still has that on his resume and is still able to use that when it comes to recruiting, not just name, image, and likeness. Let's continue on because this guy obviously doesn't know what he's talking about. So we have that part of the article. Nick Saban said his quote. Then this is another part that he said. If Saban coached for one of the schools in one of the states to which he's referring, he would not be complaining. That's for damn sure. Pre-name image likeness Saban had cracked the code of recruiting. Now he's having to work even harder to get the locked door off the knitter boy rebound to swing open. Saban's desperation extends to suggesting the kind of dramatic change that ACAA has resisted for decades. So here's the next part that Nick Saban said. 
I have no problem with the players becoming employees. I mean, unionize it. Make it the NFL. That was the next part of Saban's comments. So continuing on with this article, easy big fella. The powers that be don't want the players to be employees. They don't want to have to pay them. They definitely don't want a union. Okay, so you're saying Nick Saban is scared. You're saying that he is worried about losing recruits. He wouldn't be complaining if his school had more money. But you have yet to sit here and talk about, like I've already stated a few times, he has a number one recruiting class and maybe his best recruiting class ever at Alabama. They lost some players in the transfer portal, but not all of them are gone. And Bryce Young was reported to make over a million dollars. So there is money there from Alabama and boosters. Now, Nick Saban plays chess when we all play checkers. He could be saying these things as well to look at boosters and name image likeness and collectives to say, okay, yes, well, let's get more money. That's fine because every other coach does it. So why is it when he does it, it becomes a huge deal. Continuing on, Saban just wants the dollars to be even among all schools. He can go back to using his homespun charm to stack the deck for the home team. It's that simple. It's that clear. In an era of unlimited cash, Alabama won't be able to compete over the long haul. And every dollar that goes in the Name Image Likeness Collective is a dollar that could have gone to Alabama program, which pays him over $10 million per year. For plenty of schools, funding the Name Image Likeness Collective amounts to robbing Peter to pay Paul. For some schools, there's more than enough money to pay Peter, Paul, and the rest of the apostles. So he thinks that there's just this unlimited amount of money. Do you think every single player on the roster that's a scholarship player is getting a name, image, and likeness deal? Probably not. And if they are, maybe some are $10,000, some are $20,000, some are a million dollars. Not every single person on the team is doing that, number one. Number two, the school itself cannot pay the player offer that, so it's hard to put money there. It has to be from the collective, okay? So... You're talking about Nick Saban doing that. So it sounds to me like with Nick Saban going to Washington and trying to figure out how we could get this controlled doesn't show that he's scared. It shows that he's trying to make things. Because what he means by even, these Division One schools have the scholarships. They all have the scholarships. So that's even. They talk about hiring coaches. Well, that's even. Analysts, that's even. Why not try to make everything else as even as it possibly can? He's talking about unionizing them. I said this. If you're paying players and players want to be employees, they're going to be treated like employees. But this guy kind of sounds like, yeah, you're right. The NCAA doesn't want them to be employees because they're student athletes. And I talked about this. This is why college football can break away eventually from the school part. If they can have the TV deals, if they can have their brand, because Georgia and Alabama, they recruit, they sell their brand. They don't have to sell the name, image, and likeness. They sell their brand. Other schools have to use the Texas A&M's. You think they could sell their brand? They had to use the collective money more than anybody to get their recruits in. So then, the next part of this article, the situation eventually could force Saban to becoming a Tuscaloosa Judas. If he can't whine, the desired change into existence. 
Really, would anybody be surprised if Saban eventually starts sniffing around one of those schools and one of those states where there's enough money to buy up all the best players and also to pay him even more than what he's currently making? First of all, Nick Saban, you know, he's in his 60s, 70s. He's 16 years at Alabama. Do you really think at this point in his career, what he has established, he wants to go somewhere else and retool it and rebuild it? No, he doesn't, number one. Number two, you're acting like you're acting like some of these college teams are like the NFL where they have this budgeting money where they're able to budget the money out and say, okay, these guys are worth this amount of money. We can go get them. That's not what this is. This is not them having an amount of budget that is giving to them and they have a salary cap saying, go do this. Because I know it's happening in recruiting where they could offer money, quote unquote. Not really. They could say, look, he's making this and, you know, they can't really say much even though I know what's happening. But what do you think is happening with some of these schools where you act like it's an unlimited hole down to China? But guess what? The hole to China has, there's something there, right? If you dug a hole through the earth into China, you're going to hit China. So that means it's not unlimited. The Texases of the world, they don't have unlimited money. And you act like these guys... All these schools always end up on the plus side. Even major league teams, pro teams, operate in the negative. Did you know the New York Yankees really don't make money? The city of New York always has to bail them out. So people just find ways to complain about Nick Saban when he talks because he just wins. All he does is win. He just says things. And some of it is in a chess game. Because he's maybe going to will his way to getting more money from boosters and everything else. That's okay. But he's actually fighting for ways for them to get paid. But he wants some type of leadership that he's not going to get from the NCAA. So why not go somewhere else? Do I think the federal government maybe should get involved? No. But if you're looking at the states, and all the states are different, it does not make it even. And guess what? He didn't need all the money to get the recruiting classes before. He didn't need all the money right now to get the number one recruiting class. So what's he trying to do? What's he complaining about? What's he trying to find the edge for? He's doing everything every other head coach is doing right now in college football. So I don't know. Mike Florio, like, just stick to baseball or whatever you do. Just go stick to baseball. Don't worry about the college football stuff. We will deal with all that. Go deal with that. But just finding ways to complain about Nick Saban is comical to me. Just comical. Um, that'll wrap up this episode. Hit the like button, subscribe button on the YouTube channel. Follow it right on Apple and iTunes. Um, check out all the affiliates in the description below. Uh, you know, check out all the other videos, all the other good stuff. Um, so thank you guys again for watching and for listening. This is Coach Steve, and we will see you guys next time.